In the name of Jesus. Amen. If you are reading the devotional booklet, <clears throat> Behold the Child, and I hope you are, you will have found today's devotion about defenders and how we admire those who defend the defenseless. We hear of events in the news and are amazed and admire those who run toward gunfire, jump into freezing water, go into burning buildings, and many and other various ways defend those who cannot defend themselves, rescuing them. It also points out to all of us that we have needed, now need, and will need defenders in our lives. Parents protect children. Children eventually defend parents and shield aging parents, and teachers care for students, and the list goes on. We all need defenders, but our pride rejects the idea that we need defense, shielding, and help. If you have witnessed people, say, patients in the healthcare setting, possibly of a loved one or a friend, the loss of independence is often fought mightily. Maybe you've heard these words. I don't need help. I can get up on my own, and I'm not going to use a walker. And then they fall. I can still live on my own. I don't need to be living someplace where help is available 24-7. And then they fall asleep with soup on the stove. I can drive just fine. I only go to church and the grocery. Then one day, the trip to the grocery finds them on the interstate two hours from home, and nearly out of gas. But the aged, the aged are not the only ones. I'm 18, or 19, or 21, or 40 in my case, and I know enough to take care of myself. Oh, by the way, Mom, the text from the bank I received said there's zero in my checking account. Should I transfer some funds? I'm fine. It's only a short drive home from here, and it was only a few glasses of wine. We all do it at some point, and to an extent. I once got on the roof. I was 36. Nobody home. Climbed up the ladder, stepped off the eight-foot ladder onto the roof, did whatever I had to do, went back, sat on the edge. Where's the ladder? I don't know. At 21, I would have looked at it and said, first floor, I'll just jump off. It's only <laughs> nine feet. I sat on the roof for two and a half hours. <laughs> My neighbor, Diane, came home. Jim, what are you doing? Oh, I'm working on the roof. <laughs> yeah, I said, can you come around and just show my foot where the ladder is so I can get <laughs> off? And we all come to a point where we realize we need someone to rescue us, even something I was sitting in the shade under big trees. No real distress. It wasn't a hot day, but I was stuck. What if it had been a confined area, dark, Damp, deep, no light. That's kind of where we are in sin before God. In our gospel lesson, the wise men have come looking for a defender, a king of the Jews. They have come to worship him following his star. They, after speaking to the current king, King Herod, found and worshipped the infant Jesus as they had set out to do. But they did not return to Jerusalem and to Herod after being warned in a dream not to return to him. Herod felt no need or use for a defender. He felt he was in power and complete control. What he feared was one who might upset his leadership and his kingdom. You can't have two kings. 
His plan was to snuff out the life of this new king and any kingdom he might bring. We too can easily snuff out the life of this king. Not his life, but the life he came to bring to us. You see, we need a defender. We are born sinful, blind, spiritually dead, and enemies of God. We are in the dark when it comes to seeing our need for a defender. It is only the Word of God, the Gospel, and its light of truth that we receive faith to believe in Christ, our Defender. Without faith and trust in Christ, we are like the old person that will end up on the interstate for hours hoping to get to the grocery. We're in the darkness, and we don't know it. Our hymn of the day, The Night Will Soon Be Ending, speaks of the coming Christ and His coming to bring light to the darkness of our sin. He brings salvation through His suffering, death, and resurrection. He brings it for you. The problem is, we like driving the car to the grocery so much that we will not give it up, even once we know to be in danger. Even as Christians, we like sin. It's no no hidden matter. They call it, I guess some would, uh, oh, would say you're a hypocrite. But, the, but as baptized children of God, we are still stuck in our old sinful flesh. The old Adam, we call it. And the old Adam likes sin. It often feels good in some way. And it gives us a sense of power or pleasure. We don't want someone to usurp our power in our personal kingdom. The last verse of this hymn reads, God dwells with us in darkness and makes the night his day. Yet we resist the brightness and turn from God away. But grace does not forsake us, however far we run. God claims us still his children through Mary's infant son. Christ himself, God himself, came to dwell with us in darkness, to take our sins upon himself, to take the punishment we deserve. And we resist. It's not sin. Yeah, you fill in the blank, whatever your personal struggle is with God's law and His good and righteous law. Even so, God in Christ is ever near. He makes us His own in baptism. He nourishes us with His Word and body and blood and the sacrament of the altar. God does not forsake us. Christ was forsaken on our behalf. Remember His words on the cross as He died? My God, my God. Why hast thou forsaken me? In that moment, God turned from his son so that he will never turn from you, you who have faith in him. We would all get in a car and drive two hours to retrieve a wayward grandparent or parent that became lost and disoriented, that needed a defender. We would probably first have a fit of rage and disbelief as we got off the phone. How on earth did the what the, what were they thinking? And we would be mad. They broke the rules, good rules, to church, to the grocery only. That was the rule. God sent His Son to take wrath like that, righteous wrath, aimed at us for breaking all His perfect laws and commands. And we have broken all of them. It was more wrath than we can imagine Wrath for all the sins of all time. And this infant 
was born to take that wrath. He took it upon himself. With all his wrath appeased, God simply shows grace, mercy, and forgiveness to us as we, with faith in his Son, repent for our sins. Why? Our defender, our perfect defender, Christ, who has stood and continues to stand between us and the perfect, good, and righteous demands of his Father, our Father in heaven. Again, God dwells with us in darkness and makes the night his day, yet we resist the brightness and turn from God away. But grace does not forsake us, however far we run. God claims us still as children through Mary's infant son. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. May this peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.